if you find yourself nodding your head when you hear these two questions, sis, you got to play a bigger game. So do you set goals that you know you can achieve? Do you have big dreams but never took action on them and you find yourself pushing it back for when you have time? I'm Siobhan Lave, coach and strategist to bakers. I help bakers move from feeling overwhelmed, juggling all the things, to being the CEO of their business. Maybe you've started baking as a hobby and you're at a point where this hobby is now turning into a business. Or you've already turned your passion for baking into a business, but you're looking to get to the next level. Buttercream recipes, cake tutorials, and sugar cookie classes can only get you so far. It takes real business skills and marketing strategies to be a successful business. When you're ready to become the CEO of your business and work on your business rather than in it, join me here where I share with you industry secrets that I've learned from marketing and business courses, working with mentors and coaches, and my experiences of almost a decade in the baking industry. This is the CEO Baker Podcast. So growing up, I was always a people pleaser. And I still have that people-pleasing tendencies. I just kind of recognize it and, you know, have that conversation with myself. However, I wanted to take you back to when I was in the eighth grade. So in the eighth grade, I attended a very small Catholic school in our hometown. And I did all the things. You guys guys are going to trip. So... I was the president of the school. Let let me see if I can remember all this. President of the school. I was the May Day Queen. I ran track and field. I played volleyball. I played basketball. I did storytelling. I did drama. Um, I think that's everything that I can remember. But I did all the things. And the reason why I did that is it was basically the way my mom set me up to be. My mom is a total go-getter, okay? So I fast forward to adult life, okay, and adulthood. I knew goals and I knew them well. I knew how to chunk goals down into small bite sizes. And I was always a true believer in like tiny, small goals tiny small steps to slowly bring you to that ideal dream and you know I accomplished a lot doing it that way I graduated from college early while having a one-year-old I got my master's degree and I was always a really good employee because I've always put my best into anything I did It wasn't until I hit entrepreneurship that I realized that, sis, you are 100% in control of your life. There is no one holding you accountable, no one checking in with you, and no one who's going to just hand you the list of things to do. You, my dear, you you had to figure it out. And so through my journey of owning a business and 
being an entrepreneur, I found ways on how to keep myself accountable. And that got me so far, you know, and it wasn't until I kind of hit a roadblock or, you know, a period where I was like, how the heck do I get over this? And that was when I started my personal development journey. (laughs) That was a wide awakening. And that was when I realized that I was playing too small. Through my personal development journey, what I did is I would, you know, read books, um, do like a little Google search on books for business owners. A lot of the times I would search specific things. Like, for example, if I was working on marketing, I would look on all the things about marketing. I would do a deep dive in podcasts and figure out how could I learn for free and digest all this information. I would go on YouTube And then as I got further into my personal development journey, I realized that, wait, people have courses and people teach you these things and in a deeper way where you wouldn't necessarily just get all this information from a free resource, right? So I took lots of courses, I did lots of coaching and lots of like group programs and what I found was, you know, as as I'm in these programs and in these coaching groups and I'm surrounded by other entrepreneurs, so I'm not just by myself anymore, I realized that other people have really big dreams. <laughs> and I was always that kind of person to think that those people were kind of ridiculous. Like, sister, you, you really think... <laughs> Like you are day one in your business, yet you are dreaming of becoming a billion dollar company. And so before I would be like, sis, you got to pull it back. Let's like, you know, let's start small. But no, these people had big, huge dreams. And I would think, why in the world would they attach themselves to a dream that was so far fetched, like so out of reach? But you know what? I also started seeing how those people began accomplishing those huge dreams. That was when I had to, you know, look into myself and realize that something has got to change. So what I did was I did some deep thinking and I realized the truth. The truth was I didn't want to overextend my dream. Because I didn't want to fail. I feel like failure has so many different ideas attached to it. But really, what is failure? And the bigger question is, what are you making it to be? So if you failed at ABC, what does that mean to you? I made it mean that I was a failure and I shouldn't continue to set path on my goal. So this is what happened, right? Don't do well in school. Boom, failure. Don't stick with working out or eating healthy. Boom, failure. Don't meet your ideal sales goal for the month. Boom, failure. And so 
what you can do is you can kind of reverse it and realize that when you fail at something or when something doesn't go according to your plan or according to your roadmap, you're just learning a lesson. So how do you think you actually reach success? Did you know that success is really just a whole shitload of failures? So now that you know a little bit of story, you know that everyone fails, not, you know, it's not just something that you're going through. I want you to take some action. So I want you to imagine that you're a scientist and you're just doing basic calculations, a basic experiment on how many times you need to fail in order to reach success or your goal. So here's how you take action. Here's a dare. I, I bet you didn't hear that word for a long time. <laughs> I dare you to play bigger. And I'm going to give you three tips on how you can start to play a bigger game. So tip number one, draft and envision your 10-year dream. I want you to envision the you that you want to be in 10 years. And do not take this lightly. This is not a light exercise. This is you envisioning yourself in 10 years. What what do you want in life? Where do you see yourself? Um, where do you see yourself if you take a different path, a path that you've always wanted to dream of, to be? Do you see yourself owning a bakery? Do you, do you see yourself traveling with your family? Do you see yourself owning a home? How about being debt-free? Create your 10-year dream where you will be in 10 years, where you want to be in 10 years. And goal big. Go all out. Because these dreams of yours, they are limitless. They are endless. Once you have kind of a draft of and a vision that of what you want to be, where you want to be, how you want to be in 10 years, I then want you to write it in present tense as though it has already happened. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you some of my goals that I currently write out every single day in present tense. So one of my big 10-year dreams is that we own multiple properties. Currently, we own one house, which we made that dream come true last year, and it's paid off. Um, so next step is in 10 years, I would love to see myself owning multiple properties. And then my second big goal, and it's a goal that I write every single day, is that I want to work out daily and choose healthy foods more often. And this is something that I currently work on and I struggle with. And it's been a goal of mine for several years now. But as I'm writing that goal, I am constantly thinking of, not constantly, but I am thinking, my brain is thinking on how we can make that happen, right? So here's tip number two. Tip number two, I want you to reverse engineer that goal. What is reverse engineering? Reverse engineering is starting with the end in mind. So if my goal is to work out daily and make healthy choices, healthy food choices more often, 
what are things that I need to do in order to achieve that goal of mine? Maybe that's scheduling exercise. Maybe that's researching healthy recipes. Maybe I'm testing out recipes and finding which recipes my family loves. Maybe I'm going to experiment with different types of meats, different types of vegetables, different types of fruits. Maybe I'm going to look at and try different types of workouts. Do I like dancing workouts? Do I like cardio? Do I like weightlifting? Maybe I go and hire a coach, a health coach, which, fun fact, I actually have a health coach. (laughs) And maybe I hire a health coach and I work one-on-one with that health coach to better evaluate the specific needs for myself. So what you're going to do is start with the end in mind and list out what steps do you need to take in order to get there. Here's tip number three to play a bigger game. And it might just be the hardest. And it's get comfortable with failing. Did you hear that? Get comfortable with failure. And that is kind of funny, but that is very uncomfortable, right? So here's some ways that you can get comfortable with failing. I want you to celebrate the nose. A customer didn't book you. Good, good. Congratulations. Because you know what happened? God blocked it because it probably wasn't a customer you needed. It was maybe you know, maybe something would have happened. So God blocked that. So celebrate the no's. Another one is celebrate the failures. Why do you want to celebrate the failures? You learned something. You learned, you experimented, you failed. So what you do is you kind of, you rethink, right? You go back to plan A and you figure out, okay, if this didn't work, how can I do better? And also keep in mind that lessons that you need to learn will constantly come back up if you don't learn and make adjustments. So if you are finding that you are facing the same lessons over and over, that means you got to change. And then most importantly, celebrate the wins. As business owners, we are always on to the next. What is my next goal? Where am I supposed to be now, right? But what we're not doing is we're not celebrating all those small wins. We're not celebrating the victories. So make sure you celebrate that and appreciate the fact that you did something really hard and really uncomfortable. So write out your dreams and reverse engineer them. Write it out in present tense and get comfortable with feeling. Celebrate the no's celebrate the failures because they're truly lessons and celebrate the wins. You want to know my favorite way to celebrate? (laughs) And it might not be your cup of tea, but my favorite way to celebrate is like pampering. I love a good pedicure. I love an amazing massage. I really love Thai massages because I like the stretching that involves and give me a wonderful facial sis. (laughs) Thank you for listening in. I know how busy you are and I appreciate that you took this precious time of your day to listen to this podcast. 
go ahead and follow the CEO Baker, where I share my five favorite apps to run my bakery business. And I also share 10 tools to help you achieve your goals. Don't forget to press the subscribe button. Thank you for listening to the CEO Baker podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me at the CEO Baker. It would mean so much if you take a minute to leave a review. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe and come back every single week for more. For show notes, links, and other awesome resources, head to theceobaker.com slash podcast.